Transfer student experience. The transfer student experience. The transfer student experience. And just me being in it at any point this semester is exciting. So we'll get straight into it. Oh, all good. I've never done a podcast before, so I'm excited. I transferred from a local community college in my area, and now I'm studying communications. So what made my experience a little bit different from the get-go was that in the area where my high school was located, there's two main community colleges people go to. And the one community college people usually choose over the other is closer to my high school. And there's nothing wrong with that school. It's a great school. I wanted to be able to still meet new people, even though I was staying in my hometown. So I decided to go to the one that was farther away and only two people also from my high school were there. I still got some of the traditional experience as far as meeting people goes, but not as a whole traditional college experience. Are you able to talk to maybe some side projects that you started working on in this time? When quarantine first hit, I was probably the most conservative out of all of my friends with it. I didn't leave my house for two and a half months. So in that time that I really was taking things Seriously, I was at home a lot, so I decided to get more involved with cooking since I knew that I would be living alone once I got to USC. I wanted to be able to be better at that. So once I felt like I kind of got my handle on things, I started to like deliver food to my friends as kind of like a way to see people but still be safe about it. And then I feel like this is a little bit cheating, but one of the classes I was taking over the summer was a higher level Spanish class. And members of my family already speak Spanish and I took Spanish in high school so I've been around language a ton but you know if you're not consistently working with it you're gonna lose it so it was definitely a challenge and some reviews so I was glad that I was able to do that as well. What dish do you trust yourself to make the best? Oh gosh when it comes to actual meals I would definitely say any type of pasta like I love the process of making pasta from scratch and making pasta sauce but my favorite thing to deliver to people would be cupcakes from scratch and it's kind of like, you know, you get to do the frosting or icing from scratch and you get to do the actual cupcake from scratch. So they're both kind of similar, even though they're very different. <laughs> nice. And when you say pasta from scratch, you're talking like you make it with flour and egg and water. Yeah. yeah. So I wouldn't, I would have never tried that originally out of quarantine if I hadn't had experience, but I did go to a cooking class probably like a year before quarantine where I did that. And I had never really felt like I was going to use that skill again. And then when I was home, you know, you could just Amazon on like the necessary supplies and I went to town. <laughs> yeah. Do you actually have the machine to flatten the, the dough or do you roll it out yourself like with a rolling pin? I was doing it with a rolling pin and then I'm not going to lie, I was getting tired of it. So I got the machine and then when I got, I kind of cheaped out a bit. So I feel like rolling became easier just because the machine wasn't making it easier. <laughs> Maybe gotcha. for holidays, I'll invest a little bit more in something better. That's something we do like every Sunday because I'm Italian. My dad will make pasta from scratch and um, we'll do like tagliatelle. My family's going to kill me for this, but I'm forgetting the name. The ones where it's got like the spinach and filling. Yeah, yeah. Help me out here. You know what it's called? <laughs> I should know the names, but I definitely don't. I'm, I just describe them by shapes. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about, though, the ones with the feeling in them, yeah. No, yeah, I got you. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you picked up a new hobby. It's about expanding your knowledge base, right? Cooking, right. new language, definitely great life skills to have. Talking about life skills and life in general, what 
career goals you're sort of aiming towards? Is it working for a company? Is it starting your own? You know, I've definitely vacillated between the two. Like I have like two, I guess, paths that I could see myself going for. Since I am a comm major, I'd like to stick within the realm of communication and either work on behalf of a sports team or a company doing their PR, media, comm, however it looks like for them. Or I could see myself doing something completely different, more like a passion project business and seeing how that goes. I guess I actually didn't mention this one of the things that I got into over quarantine was customizing my friend's college merchandise. So I'd like, whatever they kind of wanted me to do, I would just do it and we'd talk it over. And if that ever took off, that'd be cool. Like making my own clothing and whatnot. I'm definitely not like as skilled as a fashion design major could be, but I know my way around a sewing machine and using a mannequin to kind of make things. So that would definitely be like the dream as far as when someone says like their dream job is being an astronaut. That's my astronaut. (laughs) And so knowing that, how do you think classes that you'll take at USC will contribute to that goal? I would say that all of my professors are really encouraging and they definitely are helpful when you you tell them something, they're always open to listening to it, even if it isn't necessarily about the class. Like I've gotten to drop into office hours and sometimes we'll talk about things related to the class and sometimes we'll talk about something completely different, but it still feels fulfilling either way. As far as the class content goes, I feel like it's never anything that's only just a class, you know? It's never anything where you're like, oh, I have to get through this class and I'm never going to use this knowledge again. I feel like it's always applicable, even if it's in different ways outside of what you thought it would be. If you only thought it was just going to be something for your major, sometimes you'll learn things that are more like life skills just from hearing your professor talk or like extrapolating information. What was the most difficult part of ramping up as a transfer? Oh my goodness. This was something that I thought was going to be an option at USC and then I saw it wasn't. I was kind of surprised. My community college, when quarantine hit, everything went asynchronous. The only contact you would have with the professor is if you sought them out. They would just send you what you would be doing, readings, homework and all that, and then when you should send it back, which honestly worked really well for a lot of students that were working different hours with quarantine. They were able to adjust a Accordingly. So when USC had actual like Zoom classes meeting at scheduled times and asynchronous wasn't just an option you could take, that was something that I had to kind of get back into the swing of things because sometimes I'd be doing my schoolwork like at odd hours of the night and then I was realizing you couldn't be doing that anymore here. <laughs> I would say that the transition with workload, it's definitely something where you realize like you have to up the ante. So I got better at kind of time blocking with my schedule and not just making a list of things where it was like, oh, you should get to this. It was more like, okay, this is what I'm going to do each day, like kind of section it out a bit better. And I mean, obviously you had a pre-COVID taste of the college experience. Right. College. What's one thing that you missed before the zombie apocalypse? I definitely miss going to events with people. I'd like going to concerts or plays or things like that. And I feel like getting back to the point where that will look normal is going to take a long time. Like being able to be in a, a pit at a show with just people you can't even put your elbows out like I don't think that that's going to happen for a long time. What communication challenges did you face and what would you wish that TSC as a student org made more clear for you? when you transferred. One of the things that I was grateful for was USC as a whole did the online 
orientation experience where throughout the month of July and a little bit into August, there were different Zooms that you could go to. And as much as I enjoyed, it felt like almost every day there was a Zoom. In each Zoom, I would learn something different. It felt like if you didn't go to each one, you'd miss out on something you wouldn't hear in another Zoom. So that was something that I kind of struggled with. So this probably I wouldn't recommend for other people, but I took it upon myself to look through literally the entire list of a thousand plus organizations to figure out like what was there. And even with that, I still didn't realize all of the resources that were available to me from the school and from the university as a whole and from my specific school. So there were still things I was learning just last week that I didn't know that I was able to do. As an organization, I feel like TSC did a lot by telling us what was going on and having events early on, the library resourcing event. I would have had no idea about any of that. Like I hadn't heard about that from the university. So I appreciate that TSC took it upon themselves to make events that they realized these were things we should have known we want to give that to you guys so you know what to do. From personal experience, you know, on one hand, you've got the university, they're communicating way too much, right? <laughs> of all these events that are happening and sort of you suffer paralysis from analysis. Whereas on the other hand, you've got these great student orgs that are amazing hubs to connect other people that aren't pushing their resources enough. So I always ask that question. It's just interesting to hear what people have to say. I'd like to think that if things were in person, it might have been a little bit easier to know about all the resources, but I feel like it's hard either way. Like there's struggles to communicate it regardless of the form you're communicating it through. Yeah, and I think now, given that everything's online, it's sort of a push for organizations to consolidate stuff and make things clear so that they can put online and people can find it. Because normally, you, you know, most people would get a sense of what's offered by going to the on-campus involvement fair and just walking past the booths and seeing people there. I feel like I've learned a lot from you guys that I haven't learned from other places. So, and I also felt like some of the clubs, their informational meetings, it would felt like you would be more talked at. And I felt like the informational meetings for TSC, there was more of an effort to know like who was there and why they were there. And I really appreciated that. Yeah. And that's a, another thing that the podcast aims to do. It's just to have down to earth conversations, which I think people don't get a lot of at USC. Just even that insider knowledge, we have this deal or this deal for transfers, stuff like that. As rudimentary as it sounds, people like that. People want those little tips. Literally. Yeah. I think that that's what a lot of people they may not necessarily know that's what they want but that's what they're missing we're here for you you know you're not here for us we're here for you so what did you feel made you stand out in the transfer application like what's a point about yourself that you really drove in your essays i would say that one of the things that i wrote about which i feel like in high school, I didn't really understand, like you were kind of listening to what people were telling you to write about, how it really is important to write about something that you're passionate about and not to write about something you think the admissions officer will be passionate about. So I really talked about my creativity and how I apply that to different areas of my life. So in my free time, I like cooking, I like crafting, I like making things. And I feel like highlighting that in my application was something that a lot of people don't talk about. Like, I don't think that people talk about like making paper collages out of magazine clippings. That I don't think that's something that anybody else wrote about in their essay this cycle. So I think that kind of tying that into what I wanted to do in my future career and how USC helps with that, I feel like that made me stand out. It's about being authentic. 100%. In high school, I wrote, like I said, what I thought they'd want to hear. I kind of like hid what I felt like I should have written about. Like, I feel like if I wrote about more of that thing, 
the first time around, it probably would have been better. But, you know, you live and you learn. And that's that. <laughs> yeah. I sort of blame resources online too that teach people, hey, this is what you have to write about in your essay and this is how you got to frame it. It's like, yeah, but that's, that's not me. Right? Yeah. Like you, not everybody can fit into the same parameters that are online. Some people totally can. They can take that advice and write an amazing essay. But I feel like for most people, that's not the case. Yeah, it was interesting. I was listening to this talk by this admissions counselor. I think it was at Stanford. And she was saying like some of the best essays that she's read have been written by someone who literally like it was like a night before the deadline. <laughs> and they had a glass of wine in their hand and they just typed this thing out. And I think that's like a great story because it's like the stuff that would come out. There's a quote, it says, write drunk, edit sober. And so I think <laughs> I, the point that that's trying to make is be authentic to yourself because when you are when you are drunk, right, there's, you've got no inhibitions, you've got no filter. It's just like I'm putting myself out there and you guys have to accept me for me, you know. And so I think that's when the best essays come out is when you don't feel like you have to impress anybody, when you're just telling people like who you are and being honest, like this is me, warts and all. Yeah, and it also like that reminds me of how, you know, every once in a while you'll hear about like a viral college essay that was about something like their favorite food or what have you, and that was what got them into like all of the IVs. And people like they'll hear about that, but most of the time they'll think, gee, I could never do that. And it's like, you've got to find your thing that you're passionate about and just kind of run with it and see what happens. If you're passionate about it, you can write for days about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And your unique voice can really come out. And that's, I think, what they look for. They don't look at the content itself. They don't really care. Oh, she wrote about favorite food. She wrote about this. He wrote about that. It's the voice that shines through that they really listen to. Definitely. What value do you think there is in being a transfer student? And what lessons from this experience could you take with you into the future? One of the things I would say just in respect to COVID is like, I was able to kind of stack my schedule in a way where I didn't have to account for like walking time. So it was nice that I could get the classes that I really wanted and I wouldn't have to worry about like, oh, they're 10 minutes apart. Like there's no way I could get from point A to point B. But I'd say as it transfers a whole, like a lot of people look at it from the idea, oh, I only have X years to do what people do in four or five. So I feel like if anything, it kind of makes you reevaluate what it is that you want to focus in on your time because you do have a limited amount of time and it's important to recognize that but I think it should be recognized as a more of a motivating factor instead of a negative like you have two years to do like maybe you can't do the programs that you would have had to start as a freshman but now I think you should have more of a focus on what it is that you want to do and how you really want to make the most of the two years like recognize what you can do with the time you have so knowing what you know now if you could go back in time and give a younger Jade advice, what would you tell her? I would want to talk to high school me and I would say like, don't be so stressed out. Take time to breathe. Take time to kind of think through like what you're doing. It's okay if you're not on like the same track as other people. Like it's okay if you figure things out on a different timeline. The other thing I would also say is like evaluate all of the options that there are for having a major. 
Because I think in high school, when I picked out my major, I was just like, oh, I like those classes. Let's do that. And then when I thought more about it, I was like, I don't know if I could see myself doing that forever. I think that it's more important to like pick the major you're passionate about, not the major that you think will make you the most money when you have a job in it. If anyone's listening to this, that they're contemplating applying to USC as a transfer and they think like, oh, there's no way that I could get in. Like, they're not going to pick me like definitely try it out like try applying the I'd say like the application like working through it will take you as long as if you're applying to like the UCs and it's worth going for it if you're thinking about it I feel like I knew people at my community college that they wanted to apply but they felt like that they'd be wasting their time if they did like they thought there was no way that they could get in but it's definitely possible as a transfer so I would just want to like encourage anyone if you're think contemplating it to definitely go for it beautiful I think that's an amazing note to leave it on. Jade, thank you for taking the time with me. Sure. Speak soon. The